Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I'm here on Zoom with my mum because we are in lockdown 2.0. Hi mum, how you doing? Again, Jess, again. I know. Well, I'm fine. I'm very excited with the news that's just happened. St. Marcus Rashford has done it again and managed to secure free school meals for children during holidays who need them. Maybe he should be negotiating Brexit as well, Jesse. He seems to do very well with everything. We are so proud of him and amazed by him. He's just the most brilliant role model and we love you, Marcus. You're a red, but you're more than a red. You're a... He's a mensch. You're a mensch. You're a mensch, Marcus. So this week... We welcome Michelin star chef Simon Rogan to the podcast. We recorded this episode back in September. So Simon came round to mum's for a socially distanced prawn saganaki. We just got back from our holidays in Greece and we were feeling rather inspired by Greek dishes. Uh, prawn saganaki, it became the taste of the summer for us, didn't it? Oh, yeah. We, we were became experts because we tried it, I think, at every single restaurant we ate at. And I think one one hands down where they butterflied the prawns. It was, we sat on the edge of the water, literally almost in the sea, eating prawn saganaki and fresh fish and beautiful Greek salad. <gasps> Wish I was there now, Jesse. I mean, you're painting a beautiful picture. I was trying to stop my children uh, walking into the ocean. But yeah, apart from that, it was really excellent. It was wonderful. Although Greece are back in lockdown like us now. Oh, really? Yeah, they're not allowed out. They have to use their app to be able to go out. Ugh. I feel lucky that this time around we're allowed to be in a bubble, Mum. Well, I'm glad you feel lucky, darling, because I feel lucky too. Um, Simon Rogan is, for people that don't know about Simon Rogan, he's an incredible chef. He set up his own farm and restaurant in the Lake District, which is dedicated to producing the finest local ingredients, which he uses in his restaurant, Long Clume, which you may have seen in The Trip with Rob Bryden and Steve Coogan. It's up there as one of the top restaurants in the world. Bless him, I think it was his like only night off from cooking in months and he had to hang out with us but I think he had quite a good time it was very nice meeting him wasn't it yeah he'd been incredibly busy over the summer when the restrictions were lifted and of course we've gone back into lockdown so Simon and so many other chefs and restaurants are now having to rethink how they'll be able to stay alive and Simon is actually doing his own Simon Rogan at home again but this time around it's nationwide so he was just doing it in the lakes and it was really really popular but now he's doing it nationwide so you can all get a bit of a taste of Simon Rogan's food. Wow should we have one Jess? Yeah I'd love it um so we're sending loads and loads of love to the hospitality industry, which has been such a tough time for them. And good luck for this next month. Many are doing takeaways, meals at home and so much more. DIY home kits. So do try and support if you can, because also it's just really nice to have a night off from cooking. Simon Rogan coming up on Table Manners. Simon Rogan, thank you so much for joining us in Clapham. It's such a pleasure to finally meet you. Um, welcome to Table Manners. Thank you for inviting me. It's uh, a good excuse to get away from the kitchen tonight. This is my first night off. For? Well, it's first service. It's not a night off. First service away from the restaurant since July the 4th. I've been there every service. So that's 12 services a week. But does that make you a chef patron? 
Well, I own the, I own the yeah. restaurant. Yeah, is so. that what you call them when you own it and you call I like, prefer, prefer <laughs> chef proprietor. Okay. That means I own it. Okay. Chef pat- anyone can be a chef patron. Can You've been given that title. Yeah, that's, that's a bit of rubbish. So, so it's your first night away. Uh, poor you, you're having a night off service and you're here having... having... Heard talking about food. It's a good excuse to get away, to be quite is honest. It? Yeah, yeah. You invited me here, which is which is great. Disappoint. Um, it gets me away from the rigor of service, which it's been pretty relentless um, over the last well, good couple for of months. You. Yeah. Well, it could go either way, is couldn't that it? It could have gone either Rishi's, way. Rishi's, did, no. Have you been doing the scheme? No, no. No, but some people have even quite posh no. restaurants. They, they are doing. I, I mean, what I read was you're doing pretty brilliantly is it that the lake district is very busy because yeah. of staycations yeah. and it's not just us the lake district no, is, but... as, 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 as a whole is is very very busy you know if you go out on on the day off and we have clothes on a monday so on the monday that i go out there's literally queues of traffic to get into every village that oh, you're wow. trying to get into it's 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 complete bedlam so it's not just us i think it's yorkshire got a couple of mates down in Cornwall it's exactly the same down there so it's a massive exodus from the cities to go to all these amazing beautiful areas you know with gorgeous restaurants we've yeah, yeah. some pretty good restaurants up in the lakes yeah, yeah. Um, so there's they're all yours uh, well ah. a few I wish they were all mine no a few you know we've got we've got three up there at the moment um, which we're doing very so well. So tell but me the names very of good... all of them. They're... So we've got Long Clume. Which Long is, Clume, which that's is the so famous beautiful. one. That's, yeah. that's the flagship. Yeah. Uh, or, well, I don't like to say flagship because I don't want to you know, be uh, detrimental to the other places as well. So that was my first that was restaurant. First, that's my yeah. first baby, if you like, my first mm, child. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, got two mission stars. And then we've got Rogan & Company, which is literally just around the corner, which is a bit more of a, a casual neighbourhood restaurant. It's my actual favourite restaurant to eat in. I like Why? eating there. It. It's, it's a la carte, you know. Yeah. Um, Long is very strict on its rules about where the food comes from, the ingredients. It's a tasting menu it's only. It's from so your it's own a, it's a real experience. Yeah, yeah it's, oh, wow. a, it's a real experience. Whereas Rogan's is a, a little bit more casual. You know, you can kick off your shoes and, and have a bit of a laugh and a bit of a joke with the staff. And it's 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 it's, it's really nice place to, to eat. And then just up the road in Bonaire, we've got Henrock, which is the newest addition. Um, that opened back end of last year. We could have opened it in the summer, but we didn't because we didn't want to get hit with customers. Uh, we wanted to just bed in over the winter and get all the systems in place. And, and obviously, as well, we got through the winter, came. and we've just basically opened in exactly the time we didn't want to open. So it's been absolutely berserk at, uh, at Henrock. So they're all doing very well. Hopefully, you know, that's uh, quality-wise is going to get up there as well. And then we've got the two restaurants in London and then two in oh, Hong Kong. two in Ra- London? Two in Hong Kong as well. So, yeah, it's... Uh, so, which are your restaurants in London? So, we've got Roganic. Excuse my ignorance. We've got Roganic in Marlborough. Yeah. Still closed at the moment. Um, we're just waiting to see how the market's going in London. See, my first time in London today since lockdown. Oh, wow. And uh, looking around, I don't think I'm going to open quite yet because mm. there's, there's a lot of people staying closed just to wait for the market to pick up. Yeah. Roughly about 50% of our customers at Roganic are international, you know, uh-huh. predominantly Asian because of our contact uh, connection with Hong, with Hong Kong. We get a lot of Hong Kong people in, into our restaurant in London. So that, that's not there at the moment. So we're just going to wait for that. And we've got Aulis, which is our eight-seat taster uh, chef's table in, in Soho. That opened two weeks ago. And that's full, which oh, is which is really good. Because Soho uh, is full all well, the time. Yeah, where we are, all the restaurants are closed. Oh wow! But the, the thing is, uh, the concept of it is great for lockdown. So if you're in a social bubble, yeah, you can literally bring your 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 bubble into the restaurant, and you that that's it. You've got it for the whole night, and cooked by two chefs. Obviously, they've done all their that's tra- a bit of me, mum. Done all that's their a training. Bit of me. Yeah, they've done all their training with me, and they know all the. the the hows and whys of everything that comes to be and you know they're, they're, they're absolutely brilliant um, so it's a real personal experience um, but then I did do a, a program with Zac Efron for Netflix oh yeah and that's probably why it's gone berserk to be quite honest that's so, been really successful that yeah, program yeah it was brilliant it was brilliant Zac was a great guy you know what he's, what he's standing up for is, is, is really really smart and for people that haven't seen the program on Netflix mm. He, it's all about kind of environmental issues yeah. and sustainability. sustainability. Yeah, exactly. Seasonality, you know, doing all the things that we should, what a lot of places aren't. Mm. 
you know, saving the planet and, and doing all the right things to, to bring the planet mm. back to to back to health, basically. Mm. And um, obviously, he chose us because of our ethos and you know the, the the farm element to our cuisine. You know, very natural, very organic uh, type of cuisine where the focus mm. is on vegetables, fruits and vegetables. They're the stars of the show rather than the the animal or fish proteins that are dominant in, in, in other people's do you, so do you eat animals and fish? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. not a vegetarian. Okay. I'm not a vegetarian, but I predominantly eat vegetables. You know, I prefer to eat vegetables. Do you? you know? It's like Sam. Yeah, you know. My husband's exactly like that. Yeah. He's always far more excited. And to be fair, I always find that the vegetarian or the veggie dishes in a restaurant, mm. especially when you're going to this mm. level... Mm. They make you feel better. I yeah. mean, there's something that there's that short-lived um, lust and moment of the kind of excitement of whatever a meat or fish dish. But then, yeah. actually, the veggie ones always kind of are more memorable to me. Yeah, they're very um, light, very flavoursome. See, long is can be between sixteen and twenty courses. So we want sixteen and twenty. So we want light, you know, balanced food. You know, we look for. I mean, we look for three things. We look for salt. We look for acidity and we look for umami if we can introduce those three elements to a dish we're quite happy with ourselves and the skill is trying to get a vegetable to taste umami like so we make a lot of misos we do a lot of fermenting you know all these all these things that enhance a vegetable with a meaty flavor Mm. and you know hopefully people come to our restaurants and they eat their meal and they're satisfied and they love it and think it's amazing and they walk away and think hang on a minute I don't hardly eat any, any meat there or any fish. And that's the real skill. And that's, that's our aim, you know, to, to have a perfectly roasted cabbage and just, just dress, dress roasted with Roasted cabbage? Yeah, just dress with a little bit of fermented mushroom oh. stock or just glazing oh, it and then maybe God. just a sprinkling of roasted chicken skin. You know, the oh, star... Maybe you should do the dressing for the salad. Yeah. <laughs> what is your best dressing for a salad, actually? Oh, my best dressing for or, salad. Or something, salad. That's something that maybe people wouldn't... What, if I'm at home? Yeah. yeah. Like French dressing with Pizza Express. I love it. Oh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I actually I love, love it, it. I actually smother my salads with that. And a little bit of that and a bit of sriracha. That's me. Uh, I've got I, sriracha I, here. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I don't really eat out that much. Mm. Um, so this is a, this is a real luxury oh, for me. Oh, you poor uh, soul. <laughs> no, it's going to be amazing. My mum's yeah. a great chef. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Cook. I'm sure it will. It smells lovely. What's your background? How did you start in food? Was your mum a fabulous cook and it led no. you into this... No, not at all. ...world of cuisine? So my father was a fruit and vegetable salesman. Uh, OK. OK. So I didn't really realise this at the time. How important it was, exactly. yeah. So they were working-class parents um, yeah. and um, I'd always come home in, in the afternoons and cook the family meal. Why? I had a real... Cause Just because like, you like liked cooking it. it. Yeah, I like doing it. Nothing nothing spectacular. Spag bowls and, you know, curries and sort of things but like that. Home cooked. All home cooked, yeah, yeah. All home cooked. And I took home economics as a as a as an option as well. Did you? Yeah, there, there was a How there, many boys was, were in the class? Well, funny you should say that. Um, there was an unhealthy number of boys, mainly due to the fact that There were nice girls there. No, the teacher, the teacher was hot as hell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Miss Humphreys, I've given her a plug many, Miss many times. Miss Humphreys, sorry, Miss Humphreys. What was her great qualities she, that you liked? I can't really say that. <laughs> it's a bit rude. Yeah, but um, but all, all the guys, all the did all you the, learn anything? All, all the guys Ms. loved Humphreys. her. All the guys like, yeah, I did. So yeah, everyone she, signed up for her economics. I think I was a star pupil. I think, <laughs> right. yeah, I think I think uh, I think I did all right. Yeah. But anyway, I, I did very well at that, and I like cooking. And my dad used to come home with a with a goodie bag each week of all different fruit and vegetables from the markets you get that was one of the perks of the job and it was going back a fair few years now when you know star fruit was pretty like what the hell is that you know or pawpaw or something like that so you come home with these ingredients and they'd go in the fridge and no one really knew what to do with them and invariably they just get chucked in the bin Mm. because like it's gone soft and floppy again (laughs) so like that's a sign it's not it's past its best now so I think that in, that sort of got the inquisitive nature about food into me, and I read up on them and sort of well, what can you do with these things, and you know look look for recipes and and sort of develop that into cooking dishes at home. So basically, that that was it. I mean, I, I always envisaged having a, a career in professional sport. That's what I always what, thought. What are you good at? 
you know, I was all right at football, but I mean, rugby I was, I was pretty good at. But when, when I had the chance to play professional rugby, there was no money in it. It was an amateur sport. So like, that wasn't, you, that was, you know, that wasn't a, an option for me. Mm. You know, I was pretty good at tennis, cricket, you know. I was, all-rounder. I was a bit of an all-rounder, yeah. So I always thought I'd try and excel at one thing and, and make it. I always thought I would. Unfortunately, I was a bit into girls and alcohol too much. So I wasn't disciplined enough at that time to, to really focus and, and, and concentrate on one thing. I was a bit of a bit of a maverick, I suppose. So how old were you when you became a chef? Well, I was working in a Greek restaurant in Southampton from the age of 14. Christ, I'm doing oh. bloody Saganaki. Yeah, so I was working for a Greek <laughs> he restaurant. He knows all about so, it. So, um, yeah, 14, and I only worked Fridays and Saturdays. I was in charge of the chips and the souvlaki. And I was like, oh, I thought I was... A, I thought I was the bollocks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they offered me offered me the job of working every weekend. They paid me a lot of money, you know, for for you know. Well, there's a, a big a turnover. Flaky. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I was probably the richest lad in, in my year. Mm. I loved it. I could buy the jumpers I wanted. I had the latest trainers, <laughs> records. I could do whatever I want, you know. And to be quite honest, the two guys that ran it. They were a couple of playboys, basically, and I thought, yeah, you know, and they treated me as, as one of them, and, you know, we used to go to... You look talk. a bit Greek. Oh, no. Am I really? Oh, don't know. My, I haven't checked my family tree. I could be, I don't <laughs> you know. You could be. Um, but, yeah, they used to take me to snooker clubs all night, and, Christ. you know, not, night school. clubs, stories Yeah, they were the boys yeah. to I mean, know. Thought, this is amazing. So when it came to leaving school, I did all right academically. I could have gone on to college and on to uni and, and, and done something, but... They offered me a full-time job. And I thought, yeah, I'll, wow. have, I'll have some of that. And they paid me even more money, which is, which is incredible. I was getting paid quite a, quite a £250 a week, which was a, an absolute, absolute fortune in those days. Won't go back there, but around about 1986, 87, something like that. Yeah, so that was a lot of money. And obviously, as I went into a full-time job, the, you know, the, the nightclubs and all the things with them... So you started working more. for them full so, yeah, time. Yeah, so I started working full time. And were your parents proud? Yeah, I think they were. I got a job straight got away. Got a job straight yeah, away. Yeah, got a job straight away, and I was earning good money, and yeah. I could pay them rent. I think that was the main oh, thing. Were you still cooking for <laughs> them as well, or bringing home a few kebabs in the evening? Yes, yeah, yeah, bringing a few. <laughs> but a yeah. yeah, cleftico. <laughs> yeah, we used to make the cleftico. Love cleftico. So yeah, it, it was great, and I was getting paid loads of money, and I thought, well, I need to get a professional qualification because you know. Who knows what might happen further yeah. down the line. So I, I enrolled at a part-time day release college. Um, went on my first day and thought, you know, I was going to absolutely breeze this. And I was, the, you know, the bee's knees. And, you know, they couldn't t- teach me anything. I knew, I knew everything. Obviously got there working amongst people that had infinitely more knowledge than me. Working in amazing hotels and restaurants in the so new forest and all around. So when you areas. go to these further education colleges, I wonder if they're just teaching you to cook like fish and chips or are they people no. that really cook well and teach people to inspire no, young people? It was professional French classical it French cookery. in a further education yeah, college? it was amazing. It was amazing. It's amazing. Where was, Where was this it? This was Southampton College, which wasn't a great college at the time. But all, all the quality people went to Bournemouth or went to Portsmouth, you know, it wasn't a great college, but, but you had, I didn't really care. But you had great teachers. Well, that came later. So okay. I went, I obviously went to college, mm. and I was absolute rubbish. All these people, I was in the bottom of the class. Could you all, cut like All that? these people, shop, shop, oh, shop, I could shop, cut, shop. but they okay. were like, boom, boom, boom. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they had far more experience and, and knowledge than I did, and I hated that. I absolutely hate it. Oh, do that. you like to be number one? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 yeah, enlightened the, you know, ignited the you know, competitive. competitive nature in me. I thought, right, I'm not going to stand for this. And uh, I made the hard decision to leave my, uh, my, my Greek buddies behind and then go and get a job in a country house hotel in the New Forest myself. Which one was it? It's called Rhinefield House. Is it still right there? Right yeah, still there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good it's food it's had loads of different owners since then. I don't really know what it's mm. up to now, but you know, it just opened. But the, the real draw of the place was the chef there had worked at the Savoy for 10 years. Mm. So, if you want a classic as an apprentice, it took me on yeah. as an apprentice. If you want a if you want a classical grounding as an apprentice, the Savoy is there's no better. Mm-hmm. So uh, he gave me an amazing apprenticeship and I owe him everything. What's his um, name? Paul Norman. Funnily enough, he's a lecturer now. So he was Aww. always destined to be a teacher. Aww. So within probably two or three months, he got me from the bottom of the class to the top of the class. Because 
we get told what we were making the next next week. I go back, say, chef, this is what we're making. He'd have me making it all week. His way, not yeah, not but... necessarily the lecturer's way, but the way that was better than the lecturer. So I go, so do, do it my way. And, and, and the, like, just piss the lecturers off, basically, because I would do it better than them. So you're still on day release? <laughs> on day release. But, of course, then all the reasons for taking a, a career in, 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 in cooking were turned on their head because now I was getting paid absolutely nothing. Um, as low as you could get, you know, mm. I was struggling for, for, to live really and working all the hours God sends. But that's the story of chefs but, though, yeah, isn't but, it? You know, it bit me on the ass and yeah. that's what I wanted to do. And I want to make myself the best I could possibly be and to get as much experience as I can and go off and, so how and long do were something you there? amazing. I was there for about four and a half years. Christ, in, earning in nothing. Yeah. yeah. Did, uh, well, you, I mean, I got pay rises. Did you get? Did <laughs> you? Did you get to? Where were you when you left there? Which position were you in? Uh, I was a chef de party. Chef de party. Chef de party. When what's, I left there, what's yeah. What's that? The head of a, like a head of a section. Yeah. Okay. So, you so got which the head section? Chef, then you got the yeah. sous chef. I was actually in pastry when I left. Oh, pastry. Oh, oh, what have wow. you brought us tonight, <laughs> Simon? Pastry. Funny no, enough. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, I bought dessert. Um, but yeah, I've always had a bit of an interest, interest in pastry. Uh, so, you know, it, it's not something which I've carried that on. I've been mainly on the stoves and, 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 and cooking everything, really. But I'm one of these chefs that has got an interest in pastry because a lot of guys just like leave that to the pastry chef, you know, and, and let them get on with it. But uh, it's always been a big, big part of me. So you were in down in Hampshire. Mm. And then when did you start up. to move around? Well, then, then it's all You were in Manchester came... for a bit, weren't you, or not? Yeah, oh. a, lot, a lot later. Yeah. And but you it... didn't come to support United. No. That's a strange <laughs> no. thing. No, not at all. We're United supporters. And we, obviously, up in the lakes, we get all the United directors up there. I mean, it's, it's a really bizarre thing. So they literally come in by helicopter... <gasps> We got a we got a helicopter pad. Well, there's a there's a. There's oh, Jesse, a... let's go. Oh, that will be us <laughs> next week. Simon. Next week, don't worry. Hold it for Jessie us. Jesse for my 69th. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mum. Yeah. So, Cartmel's got the smallest race course in Britain. You know, okay. there's, there's a there's a meet there four times a year. Um, in the middle, it's got a helicopter pad. We've now got a helicopter pad next to the restaurant. Uh, a a neighbour lets us use his field, but up until then, the United coming for lunch. United directors coming for lunch. They're flying by helicopter. And then literally, it's not even 500 yards. They get into blacked out... Oh, for God's sake. P- uh, ...people carriers, come those 500 yards, have lunch, get back in those people carriers, come in the helicopter and get back for the afternoon. Bloody hell. I mean, yes. I'm it's disappointed. A, it's a, when you're all about sustainability that's, that's, yeah. and all of that. What about yeah. Marcus Rashford? Does he come? No, it's mainly the directors. I mean, we do get players that do come get players? As, that come on on you know as as their own who's your uh, most celebrated person that's come that you're really at thrilled that, that you're thrilled okay chef well i tell you what uh, we had in a couple of weeks ago roland olazabal from tears for fears oh were you so, so excited oh my god he was the only person <laughs> in my entire career that i actually got tongue-tied i couldn't i, I was like <laughs> It's you. I apologise him at the end. Because he's my hero. But you reckon he's my hero? He's my hero. He's one of my absolute idols. I mean, you know, I've, I've, we've had Liam Gallagher in. We've had Roger Federer. I mean, these all idols as well. Yeah. But But him, I, I I just because it was really weird how it happened because oh, some waiter said, oh, we got this pop star in from the eighties. I went, (laughs) and he said his name wrong, and said, do you want me to bring him into the kitchen? I went. Yeah, all right, and bring him in. It's right at the beginning of the evening. And he came around the corner and I just went, It's you! It's you! How <laughs> this, lovely! Like, and he was just like, Did he, what, did he what sing? How is this guy? He yeah, didn't do like, a chorus of Everybody Wants to Rule the World. No, no. but every okay. day at 11 o'clock now, that is, we put that, we, <laughs> we, we, crank, we crank the music up in the kitchen, and that's, that's the, the theme music for the day. Everyone Wants to Rule the World. It's great, and it gets everyone pumped. Do, 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 uh, you know, I think surgeons should stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's a brilliant it's, one. It's brilliant. You get pl- absolutely full blare, yeah. and that's the sign of everyone. Right now's 
Get ready for God, service. Can we play it to Get the cabinet? Can we work for you? Yeah. No, yeah. Jesse, go and play it to the bloody Boris in the cabinet. That will sort them out. <laughs> yeah, they need to get a bit of tears for fear. Yeah, a bit of yeah. tears for fear. Yeah, so that was that was that was amazing. Mega. I wanted to know. So I guess you were doing the cooking at, at home. home. So is there a memorable dish that maybe is from your family that they cooked? Could your mum cook at all? Yeah, no, she's a good cook. What does um, she cook? But very much mumsy food. Lots of overcooked I'm vegetables. And, I hope I'm not too mumsy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put my foot in that. Yeah, you <laughs> did. Right in it, yeah, Simon. Yeah, yeah. I always remember on a Thursday night, we always used to have chicken chasseur. So, You're kidding. Yeah, That's yeah. Fancy. So, um, yeah, we're going back now. So it was, uh, it was working in the heart of the New Forest, and I used to juggle trains oh, to get back. And, and, you know, I'd get back on the last bus and get in about 11 o'clock at night. And my mum had a, every Thursday where I'd have a chicken chasseur ready for me. And I didn't realise this at the time, but I always remember how it used to be like floating in fat because you used to leave the skin, skin on. on. yeah. Yeah. Um, I've learnt that. But it was really lovely flavour. And Delicious. I think that's where I've developed my love of chicken skin. Skin. Yeah, because oh, I, I like it roasted, skin. I like it rendered, you know. I, I, I there isn't anything it. better, really. Yeah, exactly. So a bit of chicken fat in, in, in the chac- chicken salad. I always remember that, you know. Uh, How do you get it when it's... that crisp, when they have it, it on a, the telly? Just yeah. dry it in, uh, between two bacon sheets in the oven, yeah. Oh. Just, yeah. Now, look, I've got, really to, flat. I've got to ask you, because I watched the whole of The Great British Menu. We want to yeah. talk about Tom. And yeah. He was like the very tall man who was very softly spoken and very shy. Very nervous, very, yeah. Very nervous. And he's rather, not in work. He could have... Uh, <laughs> he's not he, in work at he, all. He could have actually won the whole thing because every dish he did was spectacular. Mm. Yeah, he yeah. did the Beatrice Potter little that's pots the, with yeah. earth in. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Mum yeah. was mad about him. He did I really, was, really well, yeah. He should know. have won the whole... Every, they couldn't just give it to him to do everything, but he yeah. should have done. Yeah, no, he's worked for me for... He's, he's my right arm. <laughs> So where do you live now, Simon? I live in the most beautiful area in the whole country. Called? Called the Lake District. Of course. Of course. Uh, I've got a house on the south coast as well, but we're, well, one thing from lockdown, is, uh, which has taught me that um, I know where I belong, if you know. Where uh, do you right? belong? In the Lake District. Do you? Do yeah, you go fell walking? I go fell walking. Go fell walking. I do a lot of cycling as well. A bloody hell. Um... Yes, yeah, it's, it's a very... Fit as a flea. Well, no, not now. Not now. Not now I'm back to work. That all gets pushed to the, to the wayside. But how did you get <clears> there? Yeah. Was it going to work? Because Longfoon was your restaurant. baby. Yeah, I wanted my own restaurant. That, that, was, that was all I wanted. I'd had a lot of jobs when I was a more senior person that hadn't really delivered. And I thought, the only way I'm going to get to where I want to be and be in control of my own destiny is to work for myself. So I wanted my own restaurant. I had a little bit of savings, say, you know, from, from, from jobs and stuff from like that. From the Greek restaurant. Yeah, well, yeah. no, that had all gone, long gone. <laughs> but, um, you know, I had a little bit of money. And um, Penny, my wife, we decided that we wanted to have our search uh, Is she a cook? in Hampshire. No, no, no. She's, uh, she's worked at the restaurants. Not now. She's, she's off the floor now. And off the floor. To, yeah, out, out, out of the firing line. But um, we, we wanted a restaurant... Well, for me, it was Hampshire, my, my uh, new forest. That's my, my sort of area. She's from Sussex, West Sussex. So that was our search area mm. up to Brighton. So you know, we had a few deals that came and went and we weren't getting anywhere and the savings were running out and it was just purely by chance that someone that owned, owned the building mm. would try and find someone to rent it. And they contacted a, a recruitment consultant out, you know, from, from our trade magazine, just sort of put their finger on it, phoned him up, said, you know anyone? He said, I know just the person, and he thought of me. Oh, wow. Uh, it wasn't where I really wanted to be at the time. It was like, Christ, where it's is bit, it? A bit of a schlep. Yeah, yeah. it was a bit, of a bit of a, about 350 miles too far north, but, you know, I and sort of had a thought. did you have thought, children by then? Um, Penny was pregnant, yeah. So, so we, we had one on the way. Yeah. So that's where he's stressful born. Time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like a very stressful time. So he doesn't know anywhere but the lakes. Well, he moved back south, but he's back up. Okay. We have a bit of a yo-yo existence. We're up, 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 up and down. down because of what goes on. Obviously, our restaurants in London. We've had other restaurants as well. So we've moved around quite a bit. But he, yeah, he's he's 
known the Lake District all his life. I think he moved back south when he was 14, but now he's back up and he's 19. So he's, he's had five years out. And, and uh, hopefully that's where he's going to belong, you know, uh, as well. And, but, yeah, I had nothing to lose. So I just took the, took the punt and had a look. Drove up one morning, early one morning, to have a look at it, and I instantly fell in love with the place. Mum, I'm so hungry. Do you think we can yeah. get it on? Yeah, Thanks. Sorry, whilst yeah, Mum no does worries. that, I wanted to ask: um, do, when you first went up there, did you mm. feel like you were warmly received? I mean, it's generated a lot of yeah. tourism and and, yeah, and, sure. and interest, right? But yeah, yeah. has it been? Oh, in in the beginning, it was horrible. Really? Yeah, it was horrible. So um, you know, it was very much a, who's this southerner that's come up here and you know, taking over this project and, you know, it should go to a, a, a northern person. We want a tea room and, you know, we want this. And obviously the, the, the concept of what I was proposing was completely alien up and, there. And, and, and what it was just the come, concept? It just came out of foot and mouth as well up there. Oh, yeah, right, OK. So there was a bit of a depressing attitude, and rightly so. It must have been horrible to live up there so during that time. So what was your concept that you were presenting to everybody, that it was... Well, I, I wanted to get to the, you know, the, to the, the, the organic vegetable-based, yeah. you know, um, foraged food that I was so interested in. Mm. I'd learned that in the restaurant in, uh, in the New Forest mm. with my first head chef. The sous chef used to take me out foraging uh, for wild mushrooms and, 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 and wild herbs in the split because there's nowhere, nowhere to go during, during your, your afternoon off. So you might as well go out. And I developed a real interest in it and then... It sort of fell by the wayside. I'm working in London and Paris and cities, basically. Mm. Uh, and I wanted to get back to it. And going back to the lakes or to the lakes gave me that environment to, mm. to really do that. But in the beginning, it was a very much French-orientated, yeah. modern French food, which I'd been cooking in and around London and most people were doing at that time. And it took me about seven or eight months to then develop the first tasting menu at, at Long Clume with a lot of the, the herbs and wild herbs and flowers and, and roots that you see on the menu now. So What's in abundance in the lakes that are forage things? I mean, it's probably got everything, right? But, I mean, what's, like, yeah, always on? Yeah, everything. Uh, always on the menu. Yeah. Well, Sweet Sicily is my favourite. What's that? Sweet Sicily. It's like a, like a fern in appearance, but a, a very small fern. Yeah. And it's got a really lovely, refreshing aniseed flavour. Mm. So that's one of my favourite herbs, and you can use every part of the plant, the stem, the leaf, the that flowers, the would have been quite good in the the shrimp saganaki. We've put ouzo in there, oh, but, you know. Yeah, it would have been lovely yeah. in there. I could have brought some down with me. But that normally appears in spring, in sort of the middle of spring, and, mm. and, and it's still around now. And we harvest so much of it during the season. So we've basically got it on all year. So we freeze dry oh, yeah. it, we dry it, you know, we make oils, we make sugars. So that flavour is normally around. So that's an abundance, and it's quite unique to that area as well. From, yeah. from there up towards Scotland, Sweet Sicily is, is, is quite unique. Um, all your sorrels, wood sorrels. Obviously, it's wild garlic central there. And it's just so much. But I mean, wild there. garlic isn't still in season, is it? Or is no, it still? No, 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 right, that, yeah. no. That's 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 long gone. But you know, obviously, we we've got. That's in my phone going. Oh, get, um, oh get it. Is it Tom? It's, no, has there been a drama? It's, it's my son. Oh, oh answer, oh, answer. No, yeah, answer. Don't worry. Don't know. Once he wouldn't phone me if it wasn't an emergency. Well, no. So, oh, uh, Jesus. He's probably burnt down the house or something. Oh God. Yeah, you're right. Oh, uh, you've got to fiddle about with it. What, what did you want to cook? <laughs> I love it. Your son's just been on the phone and you're encouraging him to use the microwave. I love you. He won't be able to work the wrong? oven. Can you just get a bloody new oven, please, <laughs> yeah. Simon? What's wrong well, with we're your moving. oven? We're moving. That's why I'm not getting a new oven. So what's, he, what's your son having for dinner tonight? Cottage he's, trying pie? To, he's trying to warm up a cottage pie that I made for him. So, um, Any yeah. tricks on how... Because I find cottage pie... I, to be fair, shepherd's pie and cottage pie would go in my room 101. Yeah. Because I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. But maybe I've never had your shepherd's yeah. pie or cottage yeah. pie. I just... Yeah. I don't... It needs a little... Like, well, it I always what, needs pickle. Have you seen those um, Have you seen those little stock pots that Mark Pierre White advertises? No. A couple of them in there. Oh. Gives it a real uh, nice what, the, umami. The jelly ones? Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Get, get, what, a beef one? Get or? a beef one, yeah. Well, yes. cottage, cottage pie, yes. obviously lamb one for, for shepherd's pie. A couple of them in there really uh, lifts it, gives it a, really some, uh, some serious umami in there, so... 
So is go. your food quite salty? <laughs> umami, I like, shall yeah. we say? Sorry. I like, uh, I like to season Jessie, to right to the limit. Do you want to explain what umami is? Umami. It's that, it's that savoury feeling, that saltiness, that, that, Death. that Where does meat, the word come from? It's a Japanese word. For savoury, meat, meatiness. Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got, it really brings a depth of flavour to everything. So you know? like when I put marmite in my carrot soup, that's a bit of that's umami. It. Yeah, classical umami, I put marmite. marmite yeah. in my lamb gravy. Umami. Yeah, there you go. Bob rule, <laughs> Bob rule, all those, all those okay. sorts of, all, Bob rule's a number like one. a life hack? It's, yeah, yeah. it's a... Uh, all it's the little a, stock cubes you get, they're, they're full of it, you know, so... So yeah. there you go. These are not hot plates. Well, this looks... This looks amazing. Well, Thank we've you. been eating it for like the last couple of weeks, so oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure it's... What, it, the it, same it, one? No. no. <laughs> Simon, do you want me to put that just where it's been hot? Yeah, as long as it's not really, really hot. Yeah, just leave that just to warm slightly. It'd be great, yeah. Um, yeah it'd be nice. Well, actually... Well, it's still slightly warm anyway, so... Do you not want me to do that? No, I want I Simon to be no, head chef right he now. No, he wanted to do that. It, it might be a little bit... Yeah, I mean, it was warm when we came in. I don't know what, what it's like now. It's, uh, well, how did you uh, warm it up, Simon? I bought it from Aulis. So ah. it literally, literally just come out of the oven. So at this Aulis. is from Aulis. So, Aulis. so basically we, we, we cut one apple on a mandolin yeah. and then trim it. Yeah. So it's like a one massive spiral and then yeah. cook it very, very slowly in, in, in sugar, uh, butter and a bit of salt as yeah, well. Lovely. For about an hour. This one's got 10 apples and it's one gigantic one in one gigantic spiral it's so that literally beautiful. came out of the oven and i came straight here with it so it's still a little bit warm thank and you and it's okay to eat cold to be quite it's really nice so should we leave it then yeah i think we'll leave sorry so we are yeah, talk, we're talking about the please pud you help yeah. please help yourself yeah. and you whilst you help yourself that yeah. was we were just talking about the pud that simon has bought which is what would you call it an apple oh, it's an apple tart it's an, it's an apple tart a bit of a take on a on a tart tatan so it's not lumps of apple it's a spiral on, done on a Japanese mandolin. Thanks, Mum. What's it taste like? Delicious, thank oh, you very God, much. Wow. It's really fresh, Mum. Lovely. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, delicious. We ask delicious. everybody, Simon, what yeah. their, their desert island meal would be. I mean, Last Supper, um, desert island meal, um, starter, main, pudding, and Start drink main and pudding. Yeah. Some people have done a whole day. No pressure. Well, thought you were going to ask me this question. And my all-time favourite probably got to be a good old roasty. Me, uh, me too. Good old roasty. You know. beef, Which beef or... All of it. Me too. Oh. All, all of it. Oh, I don't mind. Too. I don't mind. Beef, chicken, all that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go what do you... one, ones, twos, thirds. I, I, I'd have all of it. What do you have at Christmas then? Do you have turkey? Uh, we normally have sort of turkey and, a, and a, another joint. Well, a ham, definitely. Um, maybe some beef. But okay, so you're going to go for a roast. Mm. And is this a roast that you will have cooked or is there a very outstanding roast elsewhere? Everyone thinks their roast is the best, isn't it? So if, it was, if I was going to eat it, it's got to be mine. Well, the thing is, I want to know about this because whenever I cook my own food, I never enjoy it as much as maybe the other people that, you know, are absolutely eating that shit up. But I don't know, do you, you still get joy? You still get joy out of your own cooking? Yeah, yeah. And maybe you need to enrol a couple of people to actually do some prep for you, but yes. you're in control. Yeah. But you're not panicking because it can be quite stressful, can't it? Yeah. But I suppose the the, the plan is is to get a couple of people involved and helping along the way. Okay, so main is roast. What's yeah. what's starter? Probably prawn cocktail actually. Prawn cocktail. Do yeah. you do prawn cocktail anywhere? No. Why not? Because it's not no. posh enough. But I'm sure you could do a. a a posh a Yeah, it wouldn't Where be in a, wouldn't be in a coop Rose? with a little lemon wedge on the side, yeah. nothing like that. It would have to be a bit Brown more, a bit, bit posher like that. Yeah. Okay, so we've got prawn cocktail. We have... What um, are you drinking? Are you, do you have like a little cocktail first? Gin and tonic. I love gin, gin and tonic. I heard all this the, about you. Time. Which gin is your favourite gin? Um, I got into rosé gin. Lakes Distillery, obviously. So distillery. Is that your distillery? No, <laughs> no, it's not mine. No. Lakes Distillery. What? What's in it? Anything? Any flavourings? Um, no, just your usual. Um, Do you well, like it with cucumber? Secret, secret. Yeah, I like it. With... Do you have it with bitters or anything? My favourite one, well, other than a good classic gin and tonic, a really hot and fiery ginger beer as well. I really like that. In gin. Mmm. Yeah, mm. gin, I never thought of gin that. Gin and really hot one. Gin and ginger. With a little bit of Angostura that bitters sounds... as well. 
So yeah. gin and ginger. Gin and ginger ale, a real fiery one though, really, really spicy ones, delicious. So pudding. Mm. Oh, I think we've got well, it here. Well, Have you tried apple, this apple yet? Tart. Yeah, it's been on the menu for four or five years, so... It's normally on the menu somewhere, so it, oh, it normally okay. goes between the menu at Roganic in London and Aulis, right. and also in Hong Kong. This is a massive favourite in Hong Kong, this one. Where did you get the word Aulis from? So, um, I, when I started Long Clume, there was only two of us in the kitchen. The other guy was a, cool, a guy called Aulis Lettermaki. He was Finnish, and he'd worked with me for four or five years before we went up north and it was just us two in the kitchen like, setting out on our little journey Good unfortunately name. died <gasps> uh, how long ago probably about seven or eight years ago he now. was young he was young yeah he, he was back in Finland now he, he'd stopped working yeah. for me he was only 30 um, shit but um, yeah he, he, he drowned unfortunately <gasps> so I thought it was only fitting to name that's beautiful something after him because we've got, got an Aulis in Cartmel as well which is more of a more of a development hub, you know, for all the restaurants in, in Cartmel rather. Test kitchen. Yeah, yeah, more than, more than people. We do offer out to people to sit and eat around, it, around the table, but not so much as the other two, the one in London and Hong Kong. So that was the first one. So named it after him. He was a really brilliant artist as well. So it's my little tri- tri- tribute to him, really. Well, we called him, his, his name was Leo because no one could actually pronounce his name, so we just called him Leo. <laughs> But um, yeah, he was he was he's, so he's a great he's, he's a great guy and yes, yeah, sorely missed. But so for pudding, mm. you've bought pudding and yeah. there's this apple tart. From the, yeah, Alice. there's one thing that can be it though, which I will go for every time okay. if it's on a menu and it'd be what? a lemon tart. Oh. I absolutely love lemon tart, and uh, I think it's that shows the skill of a chef to have a really good lemon tart yeah, recipe in, in his in his locker. I think I've got quite a good one. Yeah, I love that with grand almonds, grand almonds in the um, pastry. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. I think I think you'll find that it's quite nice. Yeah, I haven't shown off yet. Try uh, the long clean. So besides being a poly, well, we don't do, uh, we wouldn't do it at long clean because we don't use lemons. Obviously, that's not in. Why? Because you can't source them locally. It's the rules. Yeah, we we only use. You could get a lemon tree going. The amount of lemons that we need. Yeah. Obviously, we have polytunnels. We grow, we grow peaches and apricots, but that's about as exotic as we get. How exciting! It's like it's restricted them, which is really you really have to create and absolutely, you know, you know, and obviously, I I really love desserts with acidity Mm. and freshness. And I'm not really into chocolate. I'm not really into rich things. Me neither. And, you know, real sort of... So it's the woman that has like three <laughs> bags of chocolate I've got no chocolate anymore. So how does it affect you not opening up the Marylebone? Is that organic? Yeah, so obviously staff are still on furlough to the end of the month when we're, we're forced to make a decision. But fortunately the, the company is making sufficient funds to, to not have to worry about that at the moment. We're, we're doing really well in the lakes. All three restaurants, and you did you did a home delivery service that mm. you're keeping up, right? Yeah. So we mentioned in the beginning it wasn't that great. I was the, the newcomer to the village, and it took a while to build trust on both sides. Now the relationships are amazing, and uh, I've come to terms with we owe everything we we have or are at the moment because of where we are and, and the people that surround us. So when lockdown started, we had a farm full of produce ready for for a really busy season and it's like well restaurants can't use use it anymore what the hell are we going to do with it we came up with the idea of giving something back to the community by getting in contact with the the local vicar uh, nick uh, who could identify who the who the vulnerable were so we came up with a five pound meal to feed people just not people the 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 surrounding uh, population but for a small profit on top of that, the part of the five pound would then go towards free meals for the vulnerable and the essential workers, the hospitals and, and, and things like that. So we were doing five pound meals throughout the whole of lockdown with, with guys that because the farm, the farm workers kept going and we had a couple of people that weren't furloughed. So the demand for that drove what we have now. So we actually do a takeaway meal for 30 quid now and we're currently doing four four five hundred a week God, we the, the demand well, that's we're, really we're, reasonable we're looking to go national oh yeah 
with lockdown, it's you know become even more um, important to you know be be flexible. Mm-hmm. Not, you're nothing, nothing's below you. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and diversity is the key. If you'd have told me this time last year that we'd be to say, you know selling takeaway or or delivery meals or yeah. have the the things in place in the restaurant that we would never do. Uh, all the procedures that we're taking to make people safe and uh, our, sta- our staff safe, I would have just laughed. It's just, you know, it's, just, it's an unbelievable situation. But It's so amazing how we can so quickly adapt, right? Mm, exactly. So we're carrying that on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Simon's just basically plated up the dish and mum is lost for words it's delicious oh yeah oh it's delicious simon thank this you so much so, it's so it's like toffee apples as oh. well yeah, it's lovely it's, it's oh. a, a bit of a bit yeah, it's a bit of a take on a tart to tan a little bit more a uh, little bit more work to it it's exciting a little bit more technicality to it and the salt i i get it we should totally put salt in what our tarts now do you put yeah, salt in yours no just a little you bit. Had to. Just a little bit. Just counteracts the sweetness. Mm. It really balances it out. Such a lovely. This is the most oh. delicious. This is my favourite dessert now forever. <laughs> Simon, you're an entrepreneur, a cook, a forager, owner of Michelin star restaurants. Do you do karaoke? Yeah, every now and again. Yeah, What's I need to do a little bit of drinking though. What's your favourite song? Um. And I don't put pressure on you, but it does say a lot about you. Well, my favourite song, but I'm not very good at it, is True, Spandau Ballet. Oh! I'm not very good at that. I would love to see that. I'm not very good at that. True. But uh, I've won won prizes for doing Love Me Two Times by the Doors. Oh! I've done that. Because I I know the words to that off by heart, so I don't have to look look at the screen. It's just... <laughs> so I, can, I don't know. So, now, I don't so then I can know. concentrate on the moves with the microphone. The and, and Yeah, I can concentrate on that bit because I'm not staring at the television screen. Where can people find you doing karaoke? Where can people find Simon's performance? <laughs> Let them afterwards when no. they should know. Is it like dirty no. dancing? When, when everybody goes... When everyone goes home, you've done your incredible, you know, display of culinary excellence. Do you close the doors and you bang on some music and dirty dance? No, unfortunately oh. we don't. No, it's nothing uh, Nothing as exciting as that. Is there a wind-down playlist? We might have done things similar in the past, but not now. We've got a bit older and wiser and, and realising that sleep is important and drink, drinking a little bit less is very, very important, you know. So, yeah. I mean, is there a lot of alcoholism in, in, with chefs? Yeah, I mean, yeah. in, in our early days we used so to go easy. to the pub. You know, we used to go, we have a pub literally... 20 yards from Long Plume, so we'd finish service mm. and then go in there and just have a lock-in. Mm. Yeah, because uh, and be in there to till 3 or 4 in the yeah, morning. After we do the ordering in there for the de- next day, which can be done in about 10 minutes. It used to take about two hours because we're just drinking and, and winding down. just winding down, yeah. Do you think you've got good table manners, Simon Reagan? I think I've got very good table manners, yeah. I, I think I display amazing etiquette. Not all our guests always do, but I think What's I do. What's the worst thing you've I think, seen? I think the worst thing that get, really gets on my tits now yeah. is when people just get up and go to the toilet. What are they when supposed your food's to do? Coming. They need a way. Finish your course, 
And then go. And then go for then it. Then go. Because it messes then you up, not, not, not finish your course, sit there, sit there, your food's coming, it goes out to the table, they get up, go to the toilet. That really pisses me off. Yeah, but there off. are 16 oh. bloody courses. They yeah, but I'm not saying don't, I'm not, I'm not, straight after I'm not saying don't go to the toilet. Go, go straight after because, number four before you yeah. get to, or number two. Go oh, straight. come on. <laughs> Jesus. So that's my pet hate at the moment. That's very interesting. Yeah. So anybody that's God, going to Long Clume, just go for a week Sit before down. you go. Yes. And don't drink any Or wear a nappy. Thank you so much for coming on Thank and you. we can't wait to um, be the riffraff that asks to come into the <laughs> yeah. kitchen very very soon. Thank you for inviting me and uh, yeah it's great to get away for a night. A lovely man, Simon Rogan. Thank you so much for coming on Table Manners. You were a lovely guest, and I love talking to him about food and the and the uh, and the Greek restaurant that he was in. Yeah, what a guy! That was he such was a treat. Just so interesting, and his his beginnings were quite humble. Mm. And mm. I love the way he's gradually built up this wonderful empire, this culinary empire, and it, it's fantastic. I can't wait to go as well now. For more information on Simon Rogan's home delivery service, you can visit simonroganathome.co.uk. I really feel like if anyone's going to try and have a special meal, this could be the one that you do in the next four weeks, honestly. Um, Simon Rogan, what an inspiration. Thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you're all right. Stay strong and we'll be uh, chatting to you next week. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 